So welcome to the Tech League Tuesday. This is your Los Angeles Rush Hour Morning Drive conference call. It's Tuesday, February 19th, 2019. That's 2-19-2019. I think that's kind of cool. Not as cool as it was back in the, what do they call it, the one 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 or two 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 days, but close. So I'm Michael Rice. I'm your community organizer. Um, this call is just one of many things that we do, and the purpose of this call is twofold. One, to give new or prospective members a sense of what the community is all about. The second is to give you an update on the community and something useful or actionable for you to bring to your own leadership this week or even today. So hopefully it's time. So it's just before most people's morning meetings and something you can listen to while you're in the car, the metro here in LA, or waiting in line to pay too much for coffee at Phil's. So we'll start in the usual way with a vision statement, just so if you're new to the community, you know what it is. And if you've been around, you still are clear on what we're doing. Um, like I said, this call is one of the many things we do with the Tech Lead Coaching Network. And for those interested in the Tech Lead role, in software engineering or related in industries. You could be interested in the community network for one of three reasons. One, you want to be a tech lead. Two, you are a tech lead and want to get better or contribute some of your experiences or ideas to the community. And three, maybe you manage tech leads and you want to help them grow or contribute your own experiences as a more senior leader. So I always like to start with my favorite quote, which is, if you want to build a ship, don't just start gathering up wood and assigning tasks. Instead, teach your team to long for the endless immensity of the sea. And here, the ocean that we have to cross as a community is that so many people in technology land in leadership positions haphazardly, and they struggle not only with the skills and the day-to-day -day work, but also the isolation or lack of support in their organizations. And that's bad not just for our workplaces and companies, but the stress it puts on our families and communities as well. So my dream is that, well, this will be a supportive community where we can help each other. We can learn from each other, from others, and help pull each other up. And both of those can be enriching experiences. The exact form of that, for now anyway, is through workshops, which is where the meetup group came from and how most of you found this call, and our growing peer-to-peer -peer coaching network, among other opportunities. I believe this community can contribute a lot to each other and the people you work with and lead, especially as we grow. So let's transition really quickly to the new member update. We um, didn't do as much outreach as last week, um, but we did pick up uh, about four new members on the meetup group, which is pretty neat. Um, so now we stand at 190. It would be cool if we could break 200 next week, but at the pace we're going, probably won't happen. <laughs> we'll get close. And if anybody is new and wants to introduce themselves on the next call, send me an email to Michael at Tech Lead Coaching, and I'll get you some airtime. Um, and always a reminder, if you find this recording or the call interesting or worthwhile, please do share with the people in your network so we can grow. A um, little more network update, um, where we are just for full transparency, so you have some ideas about where you can contribute if you want to, um, so you feel confident we're moving in the right direction, um, considering this is such a new community. So the coaching materials, that's the information on GitHub, which it, it, it's not just for the coaching, but also for the meetup group as well. We're still probably about 15 to 20% done with the material, not a lot of progress from last week. So it's sitting there on GitHub waiting for your pull requests or ideas. The link is up on the meetup invite, and I'll post it on our community website as well. The meetup group, like I said, we hit 190 just last night, so that's cool. 
this is where we're going to focus on workshops and happy hours and stuff and where this call is hosted. Again, we're still kind of waiting for a critical mass because in LA, if people drive out or take their bike or ride or whatever to a meetup and not enough people show up, it can be a pretty disappointing experience for everybody. Um, and this is kind of a unique group in that it's pretty niche. So it'll take some time for us to grow. Um, the coaching network is the other aspect I'm really working on. This is where I'm really kind of hand recruiting people to join the network. Um, we didn't really have any new joiners over the last week. Um, but I am engaged with people who uh, express some interest or seem very interested. Um, the other topic is kind of like inbound or content marketing. One thing that I think is kind of interesting for the past week is we started recording like little five, six minute segments um, to put on a podcast form. These aren't linked on the website yet, so it's kind of unfortunate they're a little bit invisible, but I think the long tail effect of it could be very useful. So the idea here is to give some give people an idea of like what we're all about, at least my point of view for now on what tech leadership is. Obviously, as the group grows, I'll definitely will we'll invite everybody to participate on that as well. So with that, all the housekeeping done, now we can focus on a leadership topic that I think could be useful for you in your leadership this week or even today. I expect, like I said last week, I expect for the first few months, it's going to be primarily me talking and presenting ideas, which I love to do anyway, but anyone is always welcome to take the stage in the future. Um, just email me at michael at techleadcoaching.com to get the ball rolling. Um, this week, I want to think about the five levels of leadership defined by John C. Maxwell. Um, th th I think it's a super useful framework for two reasons. One, it breaks the idea that being a leader is a binary concept, right? That you're either a lead or not lead. Um, or, you know, a good lead or not very good lead, but either way, you're a lead or you're not. And then two, it gives you some pretty good ideas about how to evolve your own leadership. And Maxwell is definitely a guy worth listening to when it comes to leadership. He's written dozens of books. He's been doing this kind of work for at least 30 years in terms of writing and speaking, um, but he got to start doing church leadership work, which is kind of interesting because it's necessarily one where you're leading almost exclusively by influence. So, you, you know, people you know, generally don't show up to church getting paid to do so or volunteer because they're getting paid. They're, they're doing it because they're following a certain leadership. So probably a great start for, for the material he's got now. I think now he's in his early 70s. So still going, he even wrote a book. I think just launched a new book yes, last week, maybe. I don't know, called Leadership. I think that book, just looking at it, I think it looks like it might be a little bit, a lot of his, his books are targeted at much higher levels of lead, like senior leadership you know, VP level, SVP level, but I want to take his ideas and apply them here. So the first thing to understand about Maxwell's definition of leadership is that he believes that leadership roughly means followership. So it's a pretty simple definition. He says, you aren't really leading anybody if nobody is following you. I mean, I like the definition because it's so simple and actionable, um, and it doesn't really implicate a lot of more complex ideas like basically around ethics or vision or anything like that. It's just, it's just very simple. If somebody's following you, then you're leading. Um, so when we think about his five levels, and we'll talk about what those are in just a second, you have to keep in mind also that the levels are strongly informed by his idea of why people are following. 
because the reasons why they follow you will strongly influence uh, or, or strongly change how much influence you have over them and to a large degree how many followers you earn in the future. So his levels are, I'll just, there's just some short words. So level one is called rights. Level two is called relationships. Level three is results. Level four is developing people. And level five is respect. Um, when I first heard that list, I didn't think it was all that satisfying. So we, we'll dive into the details. And we won't talk about all of them on the call, but let's focus on the first few because I think they'll help you as a, as a tech lead the very most. So level one is the idea that people follow you because they have to. Think about the shift supervisor that I've talked about before at Chick-fil-A. At Chick-fil-A, people have to follow the shift supervisor because they're a supervisor. It's the only way they're going to get paid. Uh, Maxwell says this is the level where people will give you generally the very least possible of their energy, um, effort, or intellectual creativity. But I think it's a super interesting level to discuss because most tech leads don't even get that level. Um, for a lot of tech leads in companies, they're skipping over it, which is a shame because you learn a lot of the basic blocking and tackling of management at this level, even if it's just level one. Of course, for those of you who actually have that role, the lines of authority are clear. I mean, in that by, by that, I mean like you're either leading companies or in a startup mode or um, the engineering management in your company has made clear that you get to make certain technical decisions even if you aren't these folks people manager or the team's people manager and then you have an opportunity to develop yourself at this at this level for those that don't however and you're only informally in the role of a tech lead where the managers just call you a tech lead so you'll have a title and won't quit you might actually want to ask the management to make this a formal thing which is to say ask them to actually delegate real technical decisions to you for the team and actually defer to you at on. And I, in other words, like don't override it all the time or ask the management not to override it. So I think it's just interesting because this is really the kind of like day-to-day -day management level that most companies, I, th I can't remember what he says, but he says the, the vast majority of uh, leaders operate basically at this level. So Let's move on to second, the second level about relationships. The idea here is that the leader is able to make a bigger impact solely on the strength of his or her personal relationship with the engineers on the team, applying this to the tech lead role. Um, I think this is actually where a lot of tech leads enter the role, if you ask me. But it's kind of complicated because often the relationships are comprised of people who used to be your peers. So suddenly you're in this kind of like lead role and they're supposed to follow you. But, you know, just yesterday, <laughs> who knows what you were saying to them. And now you have to kind of shake that off and, and take on a whole different role. Um, it's also the level where I've seen a lot of tech leads, especially, I, I don't know how to describe it, kind of the older school architects from the waterfall world, basically where I got my start a couple of decades ago. I think they really struggle with this. I think they kind of see, they tend to stick into a, um, a level one type of leadership where they really need to be operating at a level two. And for whatever reason, they're just really not super likable people. Um, sometimes it's because they're just under pressure. I mean, in their defense, they could be under a lot of pressure. They could have a lot of insecurities about relationships and the leadership role. And sometimes they just really don't do the people thing all that awesome. <laughs> so 
at this level though, Maxwell has some advice for you. And it's kind of, I think it's kind of consistent with my top five Pareto skills, at least on the communication side. Um, and he goes obviously a lot into a lot of detail in his book and his speeches on this, but there are basically three things to do really well. So one is listen to the team, right? Listen very closely, observe what they're doing, and then basically learn how to adapt to them. And I think that, that um, that's where you get a lot of, if, you, if you've seen a lot of agilists or agile coaches running around um, uh, doing their consulting or their coaching, they, um, they will often come at it from this level, which is they'll talk about like servant leaders. At least that's where I believe they're operating is at level two. So the idea here is people will follow you. You'll have much more impact if they like who you are and they want to be part of, of who you are and what you're doing. So very, very uh, coachable, very easy to get into this level if you're dedicated to it. But I think a lot of leaders, the ones that do operate above level one, um, do get stuck in this level. So then there's level three, and I'll stop at level three. As I said, I think the next ones are really more for senior leaders. Um, I think this is one of the areas you're, you're going to have one of the biggest challenges you'll face as a tech lead. So you're going to move out of having people follow you, um, and you're going to start focusing more on people following you because of the results you can get. So by that, this is, I think this was a little bit, if you read the book, it's, I think it's a little complicated if you look at the speeches, but, um, and I, I'd love to spend a lot more time talking with this community about it as we go. So I think it's where we can have the biggest impact as tech leads. And so the idea is yeah, there's a few concepts. The first being, like I said, that people want to come to you because your team gets results. They're on, a, on basically a winning team, a team that's accomplishing things. They're shipping code. They're having an impact. Let's say you're shipping software. The software is successful. Um, everybody wants to be part of that. And my paraphrase of how John Maxwell sets this up is that there, there are two things that happen. So number one, you're basically modeling the kind of effectiveness that you want to see in others. In other words, if you want people to have effective code reviews, which is something I tend to go to a lot, you start doing them the way you want them to be done. Um, John Maxwell uses the idea of don't be a travel agent, be a tour guide. In other words, it's easy to tell people how you want things to be done and how you want what the results you want are. But if you can actually sit there with them and show them where you want them to go, what result you're looking for, how you want it done, then you're starting to operate at this third level. And the idea is once you've sat with them for a while, you've taken them on a tour, you're not telling them to go to Spain, you're showing them how do you get to Spain, what can you do there, why is it awesome? Why should you be doing it? Um, this is far more effective than just expecting what others do, what others should be doing or should not be doing. Um, then two, this is also very, very important because that could be a real drag to do every day, day in and day out. But the idea is by doing that, the team starts to, starts to follow your example, they start to follow the model. And by doing this, you're able to, number two, build some momentum which is super critical to getting results. And I think why we tend to have found in the software business, why shipping very small pieces and small increments is great because you can, you can build um, very fast momentum. Um, Hughes is a really great example. It's a really simple example. 
But if you think about like a train going down the tracks, if it's going 100 miles an hour, it can basically blast through, you know, just the weight and momentum and power of it can blow through kind of any obstacle. So if you think about your team, um, as you're getting stuff going, you know, if you've got a lot of momentum, you're shipping code, everybody's rocking and rolling, they're doing the things that they're, they're following your model, then you can break through a lot of walls and a lot of impediments to getting results. However, the flip side is true as well. So a train that say only has like a very small little piece of like, let's say a huge piece or like a big rock on the, on the uh, tracks, if it's not moving, it's not going to be able to get over that, that rock. Right. So even the smallest obstacles without momentum can really break down the team's momentum, which means that you're not going to really get the results you're looking for. So, um, I think that that is a very, very powerful idea to take to your leadership today. It's, it's not an easy one. I know these three levels are, you don't just kind of move through the levels in an afternoon <laughs> leadership training session. These are things that you got to work on day after day after day, focus on the uh, little incremental progress, which is what I um, posted today on the, my little five minute podcast, um, which I recorded last night. Um, so I think focusing on the little pro- little progress to move through these levels would be super effective. So, and Maxwell is a super entertaining, entertaining speaker. It has great YouTube videos on this. I'll post the, the famous one. I think he was giving it to Chick-fil-A management years ago. So it's, it's pretty entertaining. So I'll post that. Far more entertaining than I did. Um, with that, we'll pause for some discussions. Um, we don't have a ton of people on the call. If you um, have some ideas or want to ask me some, make some points um, when you're listening to this recording, I, I hope you will send me an email or um, hit me up on Twitter. The account is Tech League Coach. That's all I could fit on the Twitter handle. But I'll pause now and see if uh, anybody has any comments or feedback. Cool. Um, hearing none, uh, let's move on to the next topic that I'm thinking about. Um, again, I keep promising to float this with the meetup communities to see what you guys do or see what you, what your feedback is. This one I definitely want to do. Um, so I will try to keep my promise on this. Um, I think the next topic is something that I think would be, I, I found this kind of earth shattering for myself. I mean, I don't know everybody else's feedback, but the idea of focusing not on goals, right? Like not on say sprint commitments or feature goals, but instead focusing on the process over the outcome. And that's whether it's the team's goals or your individual goals, like focusing on the process for how you reach those goals is, um, is actually more impactful. And that was like, I didn't learn that until two decades into my, uh, my, my career. And it's like, it runs counter to almost everything I hear with the clients I've had. So I want to just explore it and see what you guys think. But like I said, I'm open to any topic and I'll, I'll float this out on the meetup group and you can also email me. Um, next call will be next week at the same time, same bat channel. Um, I think the zoom link actually is pretty stable. I thought it would change from week to week, but it's not. Um, you can email me if you want to get a direct calendar invite from Zoom um, or just watch the meetup group. So thank you for spending some time with me this morning. And remember to share this with others in your community or at least uh, keep us in mind to do so as we grow and, and mature. So have an awesome week this week and we'll see you next week.